Let's get ready to write some emails. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Per. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And we are wrapping up productivity month. What, what? Because the two things I get constantly when it comes to email marketing is, Kate, I don't have time to write emails or set up funnels or do old stuff like ConvertKit. And the other one is, I don't know how to do any of this and what to write and stuff. Now, as I promised, next month and honestly, the first half of April is all going to be about troubleshooting your email list. So definitely make sure you hit subscribe because next week we are going to be talking about why email marketing might not be working for your business. And honestly, if you shouldn't even do email marketing at all. Like we're getting real, real in next week's episode. We're going to be talking about the holes that need to get plugged in your email marketing plan and just, oh my goodness, it's such a great episode. I think it's going to be one of the most popular downloaded ones, just saying. So today, guys, to kick off this troubleshooting of your email list, if you will, we are going to be learning about two of my favorite methods for writing emails, lightning fast. Now you're like, two, I realize some people like a little bit more structure. So the second one's got a little bit more structure. But before we head on to pumping out these emails that people actually want to read, like a champ, let's go ahead and thank our tool of the week. If I walked over to your laptop, how many tabs are I see open? One, two, 27. And let's be real, you're probably listening to this podcast with one earbud in and you're driving or doing the dishes, but secretly you're mapping out your next new course, which will definitely propel you to six figures and beyond, unlike those eight other half-finished stinker courses that are just clogging up your hard drive on your computer, those things are going nowhere. But then you remember you haven't actually done a blog post in like two months, so you should probably do that, but your traffic's like five, so that really doesn't matter that much, especially since you're now getting the red arrow of death from your Facebook business page, so clearly you now need to do a live, but you gotta clean up the house and make sure that the kids aren't around and get that done, so then maybe you'll go back to the course, but then, I don't know about the blog post, but like, it's really gonna be that effective, and then you just get so frazzled and so overwhelmed, they just like, screw it. I'm watching the Gilmore Girls again. Hashtag Team Jess forever. The problem is that you're trying to run your business from a pretty notebook that you got from Target that you've lost and the scrap pieces of paper that you now use to kind of make up for it, which have a never I need to do list that never gets done because you're so scattered. What you need is a simple system that was created for somebody like you, an uber passionate, super scattered, shiny object prone, creative entrepreneur with a passion for business, but organization's not really your strong point. Created by somebody who actually gets it. The most anti-type A personality that there is, me. What you need is trailing for traffic. Trailing for traffic is literally your business in a box. See, I like that pretty notebook that we still can't find. Trailer for traffic actually comes with boards and workflows that you can use to run your business. I'm talking about breaking down everything into the nitty gritty smallest parts so nothing slips through the cracks. Everything from what you need to do when with a mega launch to how to use Pinterest without actually having to pay for a scheduler. And of course my favorite, how to plan out your quarter, week, and day. Cause 
if I'm looking at everything in my week, I'm gonna skip around. That's why my day board is my favorite. Now to get your hands on all of these 22 boards and 15 workflows, which have been called life-changing by not one, but several of the 100 students that invested in this course the first three days it was open, craziness, right? Head on over to trellingfortraffic.com. That's trellingfortraffic.com. And guys, I didn't even tell you the best part. It's only 24 bucks. Isn't your sanity worth 24 bucks? Especially when I'll give you that recognition and revenue that your business deserves. So head on over to trellingfortraffic.com right now. I just love, <laughs> I love the music behind that so much. <laughs> so guys, we're going to go ahead and unpack the two methods that I use personally to write emails quickly. The first one I probably use about 98% of the time. And then the other one is when I'm just like, you know, that's not working. So the first thing, guys, well, those two first things, really. The first, first thing is that you can go ahead and use templates. That's not a method that I'm going to be talking about today. But if you're really fresh baked with this email marketing thing, if you really always find yourself stumbling for words, and as I like to call it, getting finger tied on the keyboards, I feel like templates, while you shouldn't necessarily use them word for word or cut and paste, I feel like they're a really good starting off point to sort of get your juices going and making it your own. So in the email marketing fairy, we have a mixture, because that's what I felt like, uh, of actual like templates where it's like, insert their biggest desire here. And actual email examples that I just created for fictitious businesses, health coaches, regular coaches, bloggers, all that funness. And using sort of those sort of spark your interest. So that is one very valid way to do so. Just at this point in my email marketing life, I don't use them as much anymore. So that's why I didn't include it in this one. But templates are still really great for sparking ideas. You can head over to katedoster.com forward slash email marketing fairy to get on with that as well. I think there was an issue with the sales page, so I'll make sure that that's fine now. Hotech. And the other second first things first is actually the first step in pumping out these emails. And that is you need to get yourself in a happier mood than where you're at right now. Now, if you're having a high flying day and you're like, hey, time on time of the world, what? Today is awesome. Then go ahead and write your emails, like your weekly newsletter ones. You can go ahead and write ones for funnels and welcome series. And if you're like, what the crap are funnels and welcome series? Definitely hit subscribe because we are going to be talking way more about them for the next six weeks here on the Inbox Besties podcast. And that is people can actually feel like your hesitation and like your feeling that you have towards writing emails. And you want to be able to actually think to yourself, especially with anything that you have to do, I'm using air quotes, for your business is how can I make this more fun? And sometimes it's not the act of writing this more fun, it's getting yourself in a more fun and playful mood. So I want you to think of yourself as kind of like a scientist, maybe you've got like a game and don't put so much pressure on yourself. Like I know email marketing is an amazing tool, but it's not like the only tool guys so just like lighten up and have some fun so like I when I'm going to be writing a really heavy series like for something that I have coming up <gasps> spoiler alert I always make sure that I put on music even for my weekly newsletters on Fridays that I like to send out put on some music first it's usually my guilty pleasure song vanilla ice <laughs> and it just makes me happy so that's what you want to ask yourself is how can I make myself a tiny bit happier you can be going from meh to meh and that's enough you don't have to be going from meh to, oh my goodness, I'm Susan Sunshine. I'm not asking for that. I'm asking for like a step up, not a leap. So that's a, the first things first. Well, the second things first. So now onto the formulas. So the one that I use like 98% of the time is life plus my thing. Now, if you have signed up 
for the two years worth of newsletter ideas, which you can get over at katedoster.com forward slash two years. And I put a link down below in the show notes as well. We go to more in depth um, the day after you sign up for it. And what this formula is, is just thinking about what happened to you today and relating it to your topic. Now, this one can take a little bit of time. So I always tell people, maybe you want to think of like bigger stories in your life. Like I have a really funny story that I put in my story bank, as I call them. So start a story bank. And it was about when we were younger and we were going to Florida to my grandparents, but we stayed in a hotel overnight because our flight was leaving wicked early. And then like the toilet bowl exploded and the room was hot. Like it was just, it was a hot mess of a hotel room. And I just laugh and laugh every time I think of that story. So there can be like those big lifetime stories or like, you know, like those happy memories of like, you know, cooking spaghetti and meatballs with your nanny like I did. Like it can be those type of stories, but it also can be the things that are like mundane and boring because newsflash your subscriber's life are mundane and boring. So like, for example, I, not every day, but you know, it, it happens occasionally, are trying to fight the urge to have a zebra roll, which is like this little delicious snack cake that my husband and my kids love versus like eating an apple. So like I could literally like write a whole email about how people are trying to sell an apple to their subscribers, but really they just want the zebra cake. So you got to appeal to that ooey gooey, non-nutritional side of things. It's that whole desire versus want. Another example could be about Candy Crush and learning a language and how you realize to yourself like, oh my goodness, I've been stuck on level 777 forever. So clearly the techniques that I'm using aren't working and you're batting your head up against the wall. And then you can start talking about how you see that a lot with your students or that's how you tackle things. It really is the more you sit down and do this, the easier. So this is what I want from you guys. I want you to take out a piece of paper or you can just mentally if you're driving or cleaning. And I want you to think of just three things that happened today. They don't have to be monumental. It could honestly be that you're cleaning right now and you're all day tasking, (laughs) listening to me. And you could talk about maybe how you literally stopped the dishes and that kind of made you realize how multitasking wasn't there and just sort of see how can I relate anything that happened today to my topic. And the more that you just let yourself be playful with this and you're not like, oh, this is a hardcore assignment, the more little connections that will actually make up. So like I could talk about waking up early. I could, you know, be straight up about that because I talk about business and how that's beneficial. But I could talk about how, you know, getting ahead of the game when it comes to your email marketing is actually really beneficial. Just like some people say waking up early is. So see, like these are just things that sort of flow. So that is the first method, guys, is life plus your thing. And definitely sign up for the two years worth of newsletter ideas over at katedoster.com forward slash two years. And you'll be able to actually see this formula laid out with a ton more examples. Some business related, a lot that are definitely non-business related because not all of you are people that blog about blogging or market about marketing (laughs) like your girl Kate here. So The second one, and this one I find for people tend to work a lot better, especially when they're either new to email marketing or they have like some stories in their head that like, oh, I hate email and I suck at it and it's so tough. And it is the five sentence rule. So I learned this general concept. I want to say the lady's name was Melissa. I always try to credit my sources here. It was a couple of years ago. 
And I'm like, oh, that's really good for people that can't do <laughs> the life lesser thing. And basically what it is, is you sit down and you think to yourself, what do I want to talk about in my email today? Now, for some people, this can be their blog post. For some people, it's their big thing. Like maybe they want to talk about healthy eating or maybe there's the PDF that they're going to be sending their people for fun, something like that. So the first thing is like, okay, so pretend you're sitting down and you're writing to a friend and what do you want to tell her about today? So, oh, I want to tell her about my PDF that's got three done for you recipes. Okay, so in five sentences, what would you tell her about it? Well, the total cost of the food that's on here is only $20. Okay, so that's like sentence number one. And that you have tested these with your picky kids and they love them. That you were really stressed out and you're tired of eating the same old things over and over again. But like the stuff on the Food Network and Pinterest had way too many ingredients and you weren't going to deal with that. And then you, so you just have five sentences, right? So from there, you can like reorganize the sentences. Like I would probably talk about the personal story first about how all those other recipes sell like 80 million things and you just were not down with that. Like I'm not going to go buy saffron for one recipe. Sorry guys, can't do it. So you talk about those and then you can ask yourself, do I need any other sentences to support this one? So you just sort of like fill in the blank, but you write this skeleton that's basically a five sentence email and then you just sort of fill it out from there. So that's actually a really nice philosophy. Again, I wish I could remember the lady's name, but that works out really well because you're just writing to a friend like I've been preaching to you guys since episode number one of Inbox Besties. So that's all that you need to do is you're sitting down. What do you want to tell your friend about your PDF? What do you want to tell them about email marketing? What do you want to tell them about blogging, about religion, about raising kids, about potty training, about the Divi Builder? What, what? And then give yourself five sentences. And then go in and fill in the gaps. Maybe there's stuff you want to include in sentences in between. Maybe there isn't. And that's fine. You can just send them a five-sentence email. You're all good. So there you have it, guys. And we're going to just wrap it up real quick for you. And the first thing is make yourself a tiny bit happier. If you're not having like, the highest vibing as a day, uh, as they like to say off in woo-woo land with myself, then just do something, a little something. It can be eating a piece of chocolate, just one, not like a whole candy bar, but a little something that brings you joy. Gilmore Girls, like we talked about in our tool of the week, that can be one as well. And then I want you to go ahead and choose a method. And I actually think that you should sort of put on your white lab coat, again, all in the spirit of fun, guys, and see what one works best for you. So maybe it is life plus your thing. And you'll actually find that you'll be leaning towards that a little bit more as you're getting used to writing emails. And then the second one, which is still really valid and great, guys, is that five sentence email structure. So it's, what do I want to write about today? And how would I tell my friend about it in five sentences? And then again, you can go in, you can add stories and stuff, and then go on. So with that one, you do need to have an end game. But with all of your emails, you should have an end game, guys. So I am super excited that we wrapped up Productivity Week, guys. I hope that we've helped you bend time to your will from episode number 23. <laughs> I love how to off the top of my head where I talk all about the hacks that I've used to kind of wrangle my creativity brain. We talked about actually producing free high quality content because that is super important, guys, to actually be growing your email list and you know, telling people about yourself. You got to show up somewhere consistently. I don't care if it's podcast, blogging, Facebook, Facebook Live, like done videos. You got to do something. And then, of course, last week we talked to Emily McGee of My Adaptable Career, where she actually talked about the three root problems 
of why you just feel like you're a chicken running around with your head cut off and why you're not getting results for your business. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I definitely would. I want to give a big shout out to everyone who joined us on the webinar. Oh my goodness, we had so much fun. And I love how Emily sort of like ninjally, how she sort of like ninjally got you guys to create your business plan. I think that that was super awesome. So guys, like I said, for the next almost six weeks, I want to say, we are going to really be troubleshooting your email list. So next week, we are going to be talking about like the giant holes that I see in email marketing and why it might not be the best thing for you and definitely why it hasn't been working for you in the past. And I will see you guys next week. Email marketing is tough. From figuring out what freebie to create, to actually getting people there, signing it up, and never mind when it comes time to send that weekly newsletter, having the nerve to go ahead and hit send. You know what shouldn't be tough? Figuring out how to do all of those stuff in your email service provider, which is why I want you to check out ConvertKit. ConvertKit is the only email marketing software that was created by a pro blogger for pro bloggers, and they make it ridiculously easy to find out what your open rates are, have multiple freebies, but only send your welcome series once so you don't seem like a weirdo. And of course, guys, they come with stunning free landing pages. And guess what? As a listener of Inbox Besties, you can actually get a free 30-day trial to take a look under the hood to see how much easier it is than your current email software is. So head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK to claim your free 30-day trial of ConvertKit. Once again, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash CK and claim your 30-day free trial now. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And for even more free value-soaked resources and a community of online entrepreneurs that actually get it, head on over to katedoster.com forward slash group to unlock your free membership to the Super Friends secret layer. And if you were one of my action takers listening over here on iTunes, thanks. Make sure that you leave a rating and review before you leave. I know it seems teeny tiny, but it makes a big world of difference in me being able to provide you with more dangerously practical tips and tricks for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. Later days.